0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi,
1: assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno.
2: And Maya Salon McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido Fresno. All
1: right. And we're back and we have uh, a bunch of ideas and we didn't throw them in a hat, but we just like passed it along to Maya and said, choose one of these and surprise us. So that that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, we don't know. We have no idea. I mean, I guess we kind of know. Maybe we could. Probably, maybe I think she told know. us actually. Yeah. But we just both which forgot. wasn't really what. Yeah, that wasn't the plan. But that's just yeah. Maya broke the rules, yeah. so that's why we're ignoring her. <laughs> so uh, we will. I'll throw it over to you to set this thing up for us.
2: We're gonna talk about grabs. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Uh, so specifically. So this,
2: yeah, so so this question kind of came came to us from uh, Christian, and his question was regarding uh, grabs in Iwama Aikido, um, and I assume by extension just grabs in general yeah. and what that's all about.
1: Grabs in I uh, Iwama different than other grabs in other systems. Um. What do you mean? Like the number of grabs, or the way you oh, grab, I mean, or the just, I in, mean, in general? So he asked specifically for this. No, so and I'm right. wondering why. He yeah,
0: asked yeah. No, why he asked because, because uh, I had mentioned on a podcast uh, not too long back that um, in Iwama Katate Dori, or at least Iwama, I learned and seems pretty consistent. Although I think you could make a claim for Murote Dori too in Iwama, but is is the kind of key technique. So mm-hmm. like Katate Dori mm-hmm. in Iwama is kind of like your principal your principal do, technique do that you work like from, to right? show everything from there yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And, and Murote, i think you're uh, right as well yeah. i
0: mean i remember you know when i was learning uh, aikido katate dori ikyo mote was the like right. core technique That's why
1: that. do you huh. think that is is it because shomen is gyaku gyaku and so it's it's sort of the the flip side of that well so i asked my teacher
0: uh once and he said that it's because katates are harder than gyakutes and so if you understand how to deal with uh katates then it's easier to deal with everything else and and i don't think that's incorrect mm-hmm. exactly um i don't know if it's 100 percent correct either but
2: maybe um, you should explain why they the katates are harder to deal with with yakutes because i feel like if you just do forms then you're like they're oh, about the same to me you know what i mean well it's
1: so interesting uh, i would say uh and I don't know because I haven't really sat down and took stock of this, but just in my thinking of it on this on the fly right now, um, Katate seems like a almost a stupider grab. Like it doesn't really come up as much if, if I'm doing things mm-hmm. as Gyakute does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Gyakute puts me in a better position um, for the things that I want to do. And maybe Is it I'm. A tech- uh yes if if someone has a, a weapon that i'm trying to control i could be wrong about that that's just my own personal yeah, yeah, feeling yeah so if that then it's interesting to me that like we would learn from this thing that's kind of weird but maybe we learn it because it's weird uh, i mean i think that's what my teacher was alluding yeah. to and
0: and i don't know exactly what what specifically he was referring to um, but it, but it definitely it's it's of the family of the weirder ones. Um, and and I only say that now, like having gone through them a bunch. But if you think about Katate like off the cuff, it makes more sense in a way because you're just grabbing the hand that's right across from your hand. So like if you're face to face with someone and you just reach across and grab, it, that's easier than. Yuck-todori. Yeah, it's funny right.
1: though because I think I'm thinking about it in terms of like, no, we don't want to do that. Uh, and so we don't. And so we're always moving, cutting to an angle which sets us up for sure. that other thing. Sure. You that, mean
2: us and our school. Our school. Right.
1: Uh, and I think the other thing is, um, you know, kata, it's funny because doi to me it just seems like if they grab you katata doi, you're just, on the flip side, uh, working to get to the, what would be a gyakute setup. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or... Uh, i homni versus gyaku homni in, in how we talk about it at the school now but
2: but it makes sense coming from a perspective of uh two people that are facing each other mm-hmm. like if you're thinking about like you a one-on-one on one, you right. just reach across like that makes sense
0: yeah i mean I, I would like to yeah. see but like you know to me if you think about you know if someone was going to go for their gun um katate i bet is, is that- in, unless you're staggered you know if you're staggered then gyaku yeah, makes yeah, yeah, more yeah. sense but if you're not staggered then it makes sense to go katate um, and then katate also like facilitates mm-hmm. your quicker grab head to head, you know. So, so meaning that if you grab yakte, you you still have to get to their back.
1: Right. Right. You have to come around.
0: Right. Further. But whereas katate, if you grab it, you can start immediately hitting them in the face, and you can grab them from the front. Right. So you can stop it and, makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, katate is much more likely to come up off of, say, like a bear hug or something, right? Where you've done like some kind of front, front clinch and then you go to check their hand. So you'd go to Katate. This is all extrapolation yeah, later yeah, for sure. on yeah, my yeah, part. Yeah. But, yeah. but um yeah, and, and I think basically, I think where my teacher was going with it is Gyakutei Dori is easier. And, and yeah, I don't know if you've spent any time working with it, I, I think that would be obvious to everyone because it's just everything sets up really efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that's not true for katate and and the reason for that is i believe that the system's built to work from me and and not so this is what i was talking about yeah
1: it's like uh yeah gyaku it puts you in the nice position that you want to be in if if Gyakute. gyakute yeah uh if they're grabbing you katate you have to you're working to get to that Gyakute. Right, yeah. right, right. You Which know, is just, the, it,
0: it's the, funny, the, Just this is kind of on a side note, but th- the way you were talking right now makes clear um, this problem to me. And I don't know why Saito-sensei organized his material this way. And as far as I know, the entire time he was working on uh, Aikido, he referred to Katate-dori as uh, single-side hand grab, right? So meaning if I was grabbing with my right hand, I would be grabbing their left hand. So I grab like in a mirror image, right? Mm-hmm. And Gyakote-dori is what he called um, grabbing across the body, right? Which in some styles is called kosadori, right? So like you reach across to grab. And that would be if I'm grabbing with my right hand, I grab their right hand also, right? But there's other styles that call them both Katate-dori. And they call them I Hanmi and Yaku exactly. Hanmi dori, which was foreign to me when I first saw it, but now really makes so That's much really, more sense yeah. to me because...
1: <laughs> What's really funny, though, so the other day, and this is also off topic, um, we were, I was just doing footwork stuff and we were doing tenkon and Ididimi Tenkan, and, uh, tenkan, um, and then uh, some other stuff. Anyway... And I had the same sort of uh, thought about it uh, in, in that like the way that we use words a lot of times, like we're, we in our school are always sort of uh, continuing updating the, the way that we talk about things. And so there's still this there's still some things like that, I think, mm-hmm. that are these weird like kind of gray areas where if we really sat down, it, There's better it, ways. To it talk would make it. more sense yeah. to say I homni uh, katate right. and you know, right? I,
0: it's really hard for me. Things like you know, I would also like to say Ropunokumai for every time we stand in that T stance right, instead right. of saying "hanmi" for that right, T stance right. because I believe it's more correct. But I have done it for so long; right. it's hard to not. Say, I right. constantly so catch that, myself. So saying, that's
1: the other one, right? Is 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 uh yeah saying robo and then you have ai homni and gyaku right and that makes it really simple it especially as we begin to be more dynamic with things um to kind of situate people appropriately right. so uh you know that's something that uh like we're working on and it's great every time i think about that but then i have to to say, uh, I have to, like, remind myself. So, another one is, like, what we would call kaishi mm-hmm. Or some people would call, mm-hmm. uh, like, the irimi, the entering. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, making clear that, like, that is... What we're doing is not an, an irimi. It could be mm-hmm. an irimi step, But it could also just be a foot switch. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so, depending I on... I believe how... it's
0: also called kaiten-ashi in some schools <laughs> right. as well.
1: And so, it's, like... There's a bunch of ways to talk about a sim- uh, uh, the same thing, and depending on how you're talking about it, it kind of takes on a different meaning.
0: Right. You yeah. know. Yeah, and and it makes it really hard. Like so, years ago, I mean, this is probably, probably like ten years ago <laughs> now. I tried to change calling gyakudori to kosadori. I, I I really wanted to mm-hmm. do that because I think Gyakutei-dori is very confusing when you have that with Gyakutei-dori is in aihanmi. And Katate Dori is in Gyaku I think right. that's so That's confusing. just confusing right. to people, to new people. And so I was yeah. like, I'm just going to start calling it Kosadori. And I tried, but I just found myself, when talking naturally, I would say, yuck Tadori. just did it so long. And the new so students long, yeah. that I had taught Kosadori, they would look at me, and I was like, I mean Kosadori. And I just I just couldn't make the transition. So at a certain point, I just dropped it because I was like, it's just too hard to reprogram myself yeah. dealing with everything
1: But it else. does, I mean, that is a good point. Uh, it does be get, get confusing. Right. When I was having this problem the other day with, uh, so the technique that we were doing, Katatadori Kodageish. Uh, mm mm-hmm. As that sets up, you actually end up in a Gyaku Te Dori. Uh, yeah, you're holding your Gyaku Te Dori yeah. right? as you go. Yeah, uh-huh, that's right. So it's for the Kodagashi, it's actually a, the Gyaku Te Turnover uh, variation of the thing, even though it starts from right. the other. And so it's just like, oh, uh, how do you like, yeah. start breaking this? Because, yeah, then when we're talking about the turnover, that turnover happens from. The uh, katate or uh, from the gyakute grab, the gyakute dori kodage has the katate uh turnover, right? Right, see how confusing this is. What he's
0: is. saying is, when you, when you,
2: sorry,
1: no, I was thinking
0: about okay. something else, okay,
2: yeah, no, yeah, I was thinking, you, I, yeah, you're on. I was just thinking about like it takes so long to teach new people the, the language yes. of the system that like it's so much easier to like. To just take all of that out, like I don't know. In our second class, we don't we don't really do like any of the Japanese stuff. We we just talk about it in English, right? And I feel like that makes it so much easier for new people who are like just interested in getting like the bones of the stuff. Like right. they're not they don't really care about you know all the language, but man, all the language takes so long. Memorize this, grab and that grab, and you know just right. instead right. of just saying grab them like this. But it makes you know? it
1: really. I mean, coming from a place where when I started, we didn't have that. And it was really like, step like this, step like this, grab like this. Right. And it was really difficult sometimes in my mind to go like, I am stepping like that, you know. Right, right. Um, I think so there's a power. Having a yeah. word to it. Yes. That, you know, then he could go step 45 and I knew, okay, this is what a 45 is. Right, or, right, right. you know, grab Gyakute. I know what that is. Right. So while I I sort of agree and, and disagree, because I, I think it it is really helpful to have like names for things that and a shared language that we can use because then it just we can plug it in at any point and people know exactly what to do right if you're if you're learning a
0: classical thing to me it's it's essential that it has its its native vocabulary, right? So like, you know, if you did ballet and they said, do the jump spin, right? <laughs> like that would be right. dumb, you know? Like it's and you would go punch, to other ballet man. schools and they would laugh at you, you know? And so to me it's important to have a, a correct vernacular for for the classical thing you're studying. And then I don't do that in the second class because the objective is not necessarily to learn Aikido in the sense of like, I'm learning this classical handed down thing.
1: It's just that... Just to be able to do
0: to it. To do it. Do to some, do what, what do you need to suit, do, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, it's expedited by just saying what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, we got we got off topic here. Yeah. But but so um, <clears throat> I think that the Katate Dori... So look, in Iwama Aikido, you start every class with two techniques, um, which is Katatadori Tainohinko Sotomori and Murotadori um, Kokinage. You start every class with those. And then, of course, you end with Suariwazirotadori Um And, and I, I think a lot of Aikido schools do very similar things. But I think in Iwama, it's kind of this real serious thing. And so then I think that also leads Iwama people to think katate dori and morote are mm-hmm. the core techniques of aikido right. you know and and that's more why i think that it is because you're starting every class with those and so that it makes sense that it's like you see someone doing something weird from katate dori Tanohinko, hinko and you're like oh i'm going to show you this triangle variation from that which enables this stuff mm-hmm. or that this mm-hmm. thing or that mm-hmm. thing you know um so i, I really think and and it, it I, I think it's debatable and it's not that Iwama doesn't have all of them has all of them uses all of them um I watched Saito since they just go through a whole thing from Shomenuchi just the other day, um, but Katate and Morote just have such a presence there, mm-hmm. and it's like I, you know, I, I think it's actually retarded a lot of my learning Aikido or understanding Aikido as far as the broad context went because um, I really feel like I was so focused on the grabs um, that I couldn't see all the rest of the right, system right. as well, you um,
2: know. Um. So, so Iwama's super grab-centric. So super then. grab-centric. Super grabby. Yeah. Super grabby. And I think
0: a lot of that also has to do with the fact that um, Saito-sensei was a burly guy and he yeah. likes to get into it. Right. And so he yeah. liked people grabbing him and him flinging him around, right. you know? I think that he liked sense.
2: that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about like our understanding of what the the grabs even are. Um, because I think that's that's one of the things always is like, grab why would you even grab someone like that or you know grab my hand no not like that or whatever so it's like why you know we have different grabs why would we grab someone one way versus another way um and then why would we be grabbing in the first place um and i think the other day you were talking about th- there was something that happened in, right. uh, in one of our classes and you had to kind of not an epiphany, but a little bit of a, oh, maybe I'm... Yeah, there's
0: there's more it. to it than yeah. I actually initially thought. Um, so, you know, to me and my approach to Aikido, everything really is born with the, that dog brothers fight that I, I had because... Um, at that point I was, I was testing and trying Aikido, but I actually had kind of given up a little bit at that point because it's like, Aikido just didn't seem to make any sense. I couldn't find a niche that it fit into. And so it was like, "Eh, maybe it just isn't very good, you know? And then the dog brothers fight showed me that no, a lot of the stuff I learned in Aikido actually did work, you know? And so, so to me, everything kind of showers down from that. And in my original understanding was that, it does work when there's a weapon involved for some reason, you know, and and as I started to think about that and ponder that, the grabs became very clear to me that it's like they have something in their hand and that's why you're grabbing them. And it also kind of allowed me to later make a little bigger epiphany, which is you're the one being grabbed. The person with the weapon is the one being <laughs> grabbed. Thus, the Aikido person is the armed person, you know. right? right. Um, but so everything kind of showers down from that to me. And so my original thought on everything is that is why um i would someone would be grabbing my wrist is because i have a knife in it and i'm going to use the knife and and then or the a sword or yeah whatever the weapon whatever. is yeah yeah whatever and you know yeah like uh, i think when when you use the word um tonto in japanese i think you can kind of use it to mean because you can use the word toll to, to kind of mean any weapon it's kind uh-huh, of uh-huh. kind like, of uh, yeah yeah like you know yeah yeah anyways and so i think tonto just kind of covers small Small weapons weapons, you know something
1: that you would have in your hand that would be dangerous yeah 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 Um,
0: but anyways yeah yeah so 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 when i have some small weapon that i'm using uh and someone wants to stop me they'd grab my hand and then me being able to quickly deal with that grab is is why i have the follow-up techniques Mm -hmm. right like i would stab someone if i had my hand free but when they grab me now i have to do something with my hand in order to get them. And if they keep holding on to me, then the technique naturally appears. And that was kind of my initial thought was, you know, I would try and use my weapon anyways, but if they keep holding on to me, I will go into a position that makes it hard for them to hold. If they keep holding, they get thrown or uh, twisted up, um, or they let go of me and I can use my weapon, you know? And that was kind of my thought process.
2: What was the explanation given to you for the grabs, uh, Iwama-wise? I mean, I I don't know.
0: People grab you. People grab you. People grab you. That's it. Yeah, I remember my teacher once People giving this you. long, really, really uh, hopeful lecture. I don't remember. Oh, I don't know what to call it, but <laughs> like, like, but, but, basically talking about if you don't grab the hands first, then um, they're gonna hit you with the hands on your way in. So basically saying if you ignore grabbing someone's hands um, and you just go to their body, then they're gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because that's almost right Right. Right. but it's also very wrong and and to me it was very wrong at the time because i knew as a kid growing up getting in fights that i could just bum rush a guy Uh and not check his hands and maybe hits me once but by the time he hits me i've got him and then if that was my goal i'm gonna win and if you're
1: in close it's easy enough yeah like once you get beyond a certain point they they can't hit... They don't have enough force to be able to hit you. That's right. With any... Yeah.
0: And I also knew enough to know that if they're boxing with me... So I can't get into them. I can't grab their hand because the hand's moving too fast to grab. Right. And so to me, it
2: seems hard to grab. If I think of trying to grab someone's hands that like I want to hurt or they want to hurt me, like that sounds hard. Right.
0: It's really hard. And so like, you know, that was, he kind of gave this whole lecture about that. And I remember thinking at the time, like, well, this is stupid. (laughs) Like, this is just really a dumb explanation. And, And I think, you know, to me, it was kind of like always weird, but I was like, well, it's just whatever we do. And and you hear other people say stuff like, um, that is just a thing we do to get through techniques, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just a starting position kind of. It doesn't matter that it's, you know, um, like actually has a martial application it only matters that it's a start position Mm -hmm. and that start position is kind of like an archetype for all kinds of things that could happen happen. okay and it's fine because it's not exactly that that's wrong either it's just that it is you know (laughs) like i mean like i mean i see how you can say that stuff and it's not false because it does kind of get used like that because other things could happen and, and they're accounted for in the techniques but it's like no but it's also actually just really directly doing something right
1: uh so let's talk so that we're we're talking sp- uh, heavily about hand grabs uh but we also have these body grabs and I know like for you there was a moment of like sort of also realization about the body grabs as they relate to and like when we sort of talk about the grabs we make a clear distinction uh between dori and dodori um in terms of, of of what's being done and and what's happening with those
0: yeah um, yeah. And, you know, our school is not the only school that makes that distinction. Several schools do. My school didn't make that distinction initially. And right. and it was something that I definitely stole and was like, oh, nope, that's got to go in our school because it makes it make sense. And so, you know, when I was filtering through all this stuff, like to me there were grabs that were useful in weapons conflict and grabs that weren't useful in weapons conflict they didn't make any sense to me and so the the, the wrist grabs made perfect sense to me but shoulder grabs didn't make a whole lot of sense to me um Munidori didn't make a whole lot of sense to me and iridori didn't make a whole lot of sense to me you know and i think this is also part of the problem too because if you think of those grabs as being the guy grabbing has the weapon, they do make more sense, you know, like. Mm-hmm. um, but I
1: would grab you in order to right. keep you at a in a position that I could use my weapon. Right.
0: Yeah. And all this stuff that makes so much sense now, at the time was really hard for my brain to wrap around because once I started seeing it as I'm the guy with the weapon, then it was really hard to sort out why then I would deal with the other guy with the weapon on the other side. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like it, it sounds stupid to say it now, but that really was a, a, like a mental block to me, you know. So um, the other grabs, to me, um, became important when I started looking at multiple attackers because the idea was it doesn't matter if they grab me with a crappy grab and I stab them and they'll die in, you know, 45 seconds or something. It matters that um they've grabbed me period and they've now slowed me down so the other guy can get me more easily and he can grab an account for the weapon and so then I'm in a bad shape you know and so so that it was a long time for me to break that out and so so wrist grabs like wrist grabs and body grabs are distinctly different for distinctly different reasons and it was really hard for me to suss out mm-hmm. why those two groups And were they different.
1: sort of work uh they can work kind of in conjunction right but but from like kind of opposite sides in a way where it's like um the body you know i I want to get the hand if i can't i might just grab the back of your collar sure i might just be able to grab your shoulder if we're you know
0: if we're moving fast you're almost certainly only going to be able to grab my collar my lapel or my my shoulder almost positively you know like unless you can dive in and and bear hug them some way you know and dive in and bear hug to me was useless because i would stab you when you bear hug me
2: how come we there isn't uh, like an elbow hook grab? Because I feel like that's something you could also just like like hook someone's elbow super quickly. Like,
0: yeah, that's a good question, um, and that's why I mean we do it. But yeah, um,
2: <laughs> I just mean like of because there's a fair amount of grab. You know, there's eleven grabs or whatever. Like that, uh, it seems interesting to me that that, that wouldn't that be involved in one. the group. Sure, you know,
0: sure, you know, and you're seeing. Um, so the version that I basically use now. Um, is the version that I was taught, um, which is basically 11 grabs and um, three strikes. And um, there is also, though, Sodet Dori, um, which you see in in several different schools, which is a sleeve grab specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, Kata is arm grab specifically, like... Grabbing, like, the, the bicep, tricep. So, oh, so you're grabbing
2: what? their shoulder right, rather than their
0: gi.
1: Or here. Something right. closer oh, to yeah. what you were actually right. talking okay. Exactly right. Yeah. And
0: then a sotadori is what a lot of schools would call what we call katadori, which is to actually grab the sleeve itself. And that could be done from high to low, too, you know, from, from up high or down low. And so, so, you know, the, the version you're seeing is, isn't necessarily the complete version of Aikido. Um, it's the one I learned. but right. And that's kind of the problem, too, when you're starting to look at Aikido is you have to look at multiple styles to kind of get an idea of what the whole thing looks like. Because any single style isn't complete for the whole picture of Aikido, in my opinion. It's it's complete for that teacher's picture of Aikido. Right. But not necessarily for the whole picture of Aikido.
1: So for uh, Awama, at least in the way that it was transmitted uh, to you, there's the uh, five uh, five, uh, Teidori, mm-hmm. five Dodori, and then the one the mixture. that's
0: kind of like mm-hmm. the mix. Right? Yeah. So you got Katate-dori, dori, dori, dori and Ushiro ryo Those are the five proper hand wrist grabs. Um, and then you have, uh, Ushiro te Teidori, which is a uh, half hand grab, half uh, neck choke. And then um, you have five true body grabs, which are katadori, Katadori, ushiro ryo Katadori, munidori, and iridori. And so like that's that's the syllabus I was handed, yeah. you know. And, and pretty consistently I think that's true with Saito Sensei throughout his career. Although I do think I've seen a few oddballs here and there, mm-hmm. like him do different stuff from dori or something different, you know, but but for the most part I think that was his his teaching syllabus. I'm I'm not the best representative of Iwama, you know, like I learned it, but it, i I don't uh I'm not i am not i am not trying to to, sure, to represent right, right. yeah. WAMA school, you know, but, right. but, and it's but, changed a lot too since his son took over. It's, it's a different syllabus now slightly, you know.
2: Yeah, you inherited from your teacher a right. screenshot of what he inherited from his teacher.
0: Right, right. right. Right, and this is true with a lot of Aikido schools, you know, and that's why a lot of times when people ask what style we do, and it's like we do our own style because, um, it, it, you know, so what I learned was a little bit of uh, key style, like you know, mixed with a whole lot of Iwama style, like you know, mixed with a little bit of Aikikai style, um, and 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 like when I say mixed, the Aikikai style was just to make. The Aikido generic enough to be accepted by most schools, mm-hmm. and the Iwama mm-hmm. style was actually the foundation of the training. And then the the key was what he had done. My teacher had done before he did Iwama. Mm. So, right? so
1: that was the stuff
0: he was into. It was the stuff he thought was cool, yeah, you know. Yeah, and he yeah. would do that, and it would be you know very different. So I think like for the Iwama people, that was like a different kind of demonstration. So it was like, oh, that stuff's neat. So know? it was
2: like a fun little zesty twist every once sure, in a while. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: let's talk a little bit about. Like, just recently, as we've been doing some, like, Rondori kind of stuff, um, and maybe how your thoughts on the hand grabs have changed from kind of what you had originally uh, thought about them. Yeah,
0: this is pretty new for me. I mean, this is stuff I'm I'm still filtering through right now, Um, although I think it's right. Um, So, understand that, like, a lot of times, uh, before... Look, I'm sure other people have had the same ideas I've had, but I had never heard anyone say them as far as, like, that there's a weapon in the hand and that's why you're grabbing it. I just hadn't heard people say that exactly, you know? And, like, that's not to say I hadn't seen tons of demonstrations of, like, you know, someone holding a sword and someone grabbing his wrist sure, while he right. holds a sword yeah, to do a demonstration. But
2: it's still, like, why?
0: Right, right, right. I mean, like, you know, and it's funny because – and this is, like – it's conceptually so hard to talk about like the, the mental blocks because why? Well, that guy has a sword, but then when he doesn't have the sword, we still grab the wrist, but we don't go, Oh, well, he just doesn't have a weapon in his hand right now, but that is why he's grabbing the wrist. You know, it's like this yeah. weird, weird mental block. Anyways, so um, I had never heard anyone say that before. So uh, when I had made that realization to me, it was big and really key. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, this is, this is. This is what all wrist grabbing is for, period. That's what it's for. Now, you would hear other people say, like, the the common party line at that time was. Well, people grab your wrist to get to other things, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, they will always initiate a wrist grab because that will become something yeah, different. Yeah, it
1: become an arm grab, become a... For sure,
0: yeah. sure. And and that's true. But the problem is the way Aikido techniques are built, they're built for a person who is specifically wanting to hold your hand. And so because they're specifically wanting to hold your hand, they're not transitioning to something else. And if someone is transitioning something else, the Aikido techniques won't work because they're transitioning when you're doing the Technique, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, katatedori shionage. If my katatedori was going to lead me into a bear hug, right? So that's what I'm doing. I'm grabbing katatedori to pull you in and bear hug you. As you begin your shionage, that's perfectly cool with me because I'm going to bear hug you anyways, Mm -hmm, right? And the only thing stopping that would be me grabbing them so hard they couldn't let go, you know? Um, But then there's all this weird shit in Aikido about like this magnetism or something who knows what it is, but like there's some secret power and that's why they can't let go of you, you know? And like, mm -hmm, so there's mm -hmm. all this just layers and layers and layers of confusion. And so, um, you know, to me, the magnetism thing was perfectly explained by a knife because it's like... Well, if you let go, he stabs you with the knife, so you can't let go of it. So while you might want to bear hug, you have to bear hug in a way that also still accounts for that knife, and that might be enough time for them to actually do the techniques, you know? So so this is really logical to me. However, lately we've been doing a ton of Rondori, and, and I've been noticing that really consistently, even though there's a weapon in the hand... The weapon isn't necessarily what they're grabbing. It's because the person trying to clear themselves will clear themselves with their hand, and the hand is the only thing available to grab. Mm -hmm. So it gets grabbed to transition into another person position, yes, but because everything's moving so fast, they can't transition to the other position right away, and that does give enough time for technique Mm -hmm. to play out, right? And this is kind of like a hard thing to explain, but like, you know, if If we're unarmed, right? And so we've been running lots of unarmed drills, not for the specifics of getting good unarmed stuff, but for the the goal of being able to work without the weapon, which causes another layer of difficulty, right? Um, Mental. Yeah, it's uh, just more complex. It's more complex. It's another moving part. Right, exactly. So if I can take that out and we can get some practice in without it, it's easy to add in later. And and so this is just a, a strategy I've been working lately. Anyways, so when I've been running the drills without a weapon... I've been seeing tons of hand grabs coming off and them not transitioning to a second position. Now, it's not like an Aikido form where someone grabs your wrist and just stands there and waits for you to do something, but... One person's trying to grab the other person however they can, bear hug, whatever they can, whatever they can get on them. And the person defending themselves is basically using uh, what you would call in, in uh, American football a stiff arm, which is, you know, to push off, right? And we call it a triangle, sankakusabaki, right? Like this triangle position where you use your hand in their face to keep them from getting you, right? And, and, you know, of course that could be a punch, but the real objective is the stiffness of the arm that keeps them from being able to get to your body, right? right well
2: with feet back like right. like you're hollowed out your feet aren't under like they're behind you right you got it yeah yeah so, so that they can't come low ooh, i'm just saying that so that like the the positioning is such that like the only target is high and you're holding them away at the high like on the high line there's right. nothing at the low line. Y- yes yeah 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 yeah
0: um so yes, they're uh, they're stiff-arming you and holding you back. Um, and so the only thing available to grab is their hand. It's the only thing you can get to. Now, when you transition to their hand to pull them in, they're moving. So the person that you're trying to get is, is never wanting to clinch with you ever. It's not like they're trying to get to a superior clinch. They just don't want to clinch with you. So when you grab their hand, they're moving away from you, which because they're literally running away from you, it makes it really hard to pull them in and bear hug them. And so there's a lot of time in that transition between those things. And that time is enough to account for Aikido technique to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so just lately, I've been more of the opinion that it's like, I think if you're doing really good Aikido, the only thing they could grab is your hand. hand. And so that's why they grab your hand.
1: Right. And that, that, yeah, that totally makes sense, especially if you're using, like you say, you know, the stiff arm, but you're using that uh, because a lot of times we will see um, I have a weapon. I'm using the weapon when when the weapon becomes uh, compromised or, or or I think someone might get a hold of it, then a lot of times I'll switch uh, or I'll uh, sort of bring in the other hand to uh, suppress and, and pull that other arm back uh protecting my right. weapon but that other hand then becomes Gets available caught. right
0: and and if you you look at that from the lens i was talking about earlier which is that um it doesn't matter that you're stabbing them with the weapon hand and they're holding the non-hand if them holding the non-hand is the unarmed hand is the, is can slow you down enough that someone else can right, grab can you you in. have to be able to clear that hand right. and so So there's a ton of utility in learning wrist grabs. Like there's a ton of utility in that.
1: Which is interesting because I think one of the things, you know, one of the big whatever about Aikido is like, grab my wrist. And then like, why would I ever grab someone's wrist? You know. Right. Um, Because they're going to stab you. Right. And that's what I would always tell people. And that's a weird thing to you know like tell people to you you know because we don't And a lot like a lot of people don't think about martial arts in that context right they think about like i have my fist up i'm gonna punch you so it's like yeah you're not gonna grab my hand if i'm trying to punch you right because you just aren't and we see and this is why you know i have a problem with these like a guy shot a jab or right, right, right. um you know a lot of times they'll show the like a uh, uh ski whatever in that sort of context right. like ski is supposed to be some kind of punch that you, yeah doing. sweetest punch um and people you know dive over the top and grab the hand or whatever um and it's like i don't that's i don't think that that's how that's gonna play out necessarily right That's it done. Good job guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. well, We got really
0: far off the <laughs> subject. We keep uh, yeah. kind of bouncing right off of it. It's, it we, we're not sticking too well to this. But no, um I mean, so so uh the the question was basically just um why does katate dori exist so heavily in in Iwama style and and, and is that different than other Aikido styles? And I think quite a few Aikido styles prefer Shomenuchi. I think it's their preferred um, get into and what's interesting about Shomenuchi and Yakute is their i mean, kissing cousins yeah. you know like her, her brother sister or yeah. husband wife or I don't it's, know what they are right like,
1: if, if you're in Showman, I think it's only it's just a logical progression that if you're in that position you're you would fight down right into a wrist grab from there. Right.
0: And that position also then immediately leads into Ushiro Ryote and Ushiro Kubashime take right? right. right. So, like, there's, you know, if you look at that series, Shomen, Gyakuteidori, Ushiro Dori, and Ushiro Ryoteidori, or sorry, uh, Ushiro Kubishime are all in a family that, mm-hmm. like, are kind of inseparable. And it's just, it's a timing thing. You know, Shomen being the first timing, and Ushiro Kubishime, or Ushiro Ryote, or whatever, depending being on which, the last, yeah. and being the last timing, yeah.
1: And I think that's why, in my mind, a lot of times, like, I think that, like I was saying, Gyaku is... is uh, a, a, the the better grab or the grab I, because it's like I want to get behind them. Like right. we're always working for an Ushiro uh, and so that allows me to have that that grip and be able to get behind Right.
0: Them. You know, it's funny though, if you think of it from a sport perspective, um, Gyakatedori is worse choice than Katatedori because Katatedori, you're running them backwards. Right. And so by running them backwards, I'm much more likely to catch them, you know? Right, right. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's more ideal for the Nage to stay in on me than to be in Gyaku Yeah,
1: yeah Gyaku is great for the attacker. Sure. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I want. I would like to force uh, the person into that... to to stay there
0: it's funny you know too you see this uh like you know people a lot of times when i talk about stuff and they're like well you know so you know say judo players judo players are really good at clearing grips so wouldn't they then be better at aikido than aikido people because their practice at clearing grips is better and i i don't disagree that their grip clearing is probably better than 90 percent of aikido people because they do it competitively but the problem is they're trained to re-grip from the grip breaking mm-hmm. into a grip that's ideal for them and so the objective is always to get back in there whereas in IQ the objective is always to get away and it's a big training to train yourself to switch from getting in there to getting away mm-hmm. and so a lot of sport people right so we have a guy who wrestled his whole life uh, at the dojo right now and he always gets into gyakute positions because his his instincts as a wrestler is to square up mm-hmm. and if you square you up katate what did I say? You yeah. said Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Kitate, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he I mean. He means yeah. Gyaku Hanmi. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 <laughs> right. Exactly right. That is exactly what I meant. Yeah. Um, anyways, he, he's always getting into Gyaku Hanmi because um, his instincts are to square back up. And yeah. so when you dominate someone and you square up, they are much more helpless because they're running backwards to stop right. you. Whereas in ihanmi, Hanmi, they're always running forward to get away from you. And it, and it doesn't work the same, right. you know, like...
1: Interesting. I just, uh, had some realizations in this podcast about, you know, attacking people that I don't think I really had put together fully, you know, as a, per- if, if I'm going to attack someone right, and how I might want to grab them and whatever. But, um, it's interesting because, so, you know, Shomenuchi, uh, Gyakute, Manuchi, Kazate. Uh-huh. like they have that same right exactly yeah. right yeah and yeah, so yeah. really it's just you know out like inside or outside inside or outside that's it or it's where I the, me or gyaku me. where the area of contention is that's exactly right um
2: is yokomen popular in iwama is that a, like one of the main grabs that they practice from
0: wait the main strikes the main sorry attacks, Yeah, attacks yeah <laughs> attacks yeah, yeah, is yeah. what i meant yeah sorry um
2: because yeah, it I mean, is like a kata. So, so
0: it's Katat- look it's it's real hard to say this because when I start saying this people are going to go like, you know, what's the order of attacks in Iwama system or whatever? It, they, they all exist, you know? So I learned them all, I did them all, um and they're all common, but it's just you kind of learn the archetype is kata de right, right? right? Like
1: And if I mean and that is the thing, like I bet if we went right now and we searched uh video, you know, whatever, uh probably I don't know, 80% are going to have some sort of katate doy grab sure, that they're true. moving on. it's real common. And, and it's just, it's
0: such an easy time. position to get into. If you're like sitting talking with someone and they're like, oh, show me some iKid or something and say, just reach across and grab me. It's a very normal thing to do. You know, like it's, yeah. it's really normal. And like I said, if you're, if you're in a kind of a dominating mentality to grab katate, to drive into them it makes perfect right, sense. Right.
1: right. That's a nice way to i begin to isolate that that arm too um yeah uh but
0: uh i think uh, going back to the Yokoman, sorry i was i was just kind of having some other thoughts about it you know if you if you think about it so I don't, I don't know if everyone has this exact same experience but i've seen enough people that it seems like this is pretty pretty common that showman is pretty easy like and by pretty easy, I mean when we're doing forms and you you have an effortless time of handling a technique, right? In a form that's already easy, right? I'm not talking about like you know we're sparring or anything. So I think most people shomenuchi is pretty easy. Like so, if if they're doing Geowaza or something and shomenuchi comes up, it's relatively easy to deal with. For most people, giokudori is much less easy to deal with, right? So I think most people in giowaza, where we still know what forms coming up or what uh, kinds of techniques and still done formally is coming up. Yoko is harder for people. And you see people doing bad blends mm-hmm. a lot of time. And I think it's a lot of it is because of the fact that it's backing up, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. Shomenuchi is right. always entering in naturally works real well. But you can't, you can't, you you, you kind of have to back up into a Yokoman mm-hmm. unless you're doing right. the thing that we teach you in Aikido we to do, cutting, right?
1: Cutting around. Right, exactly
0: right. Around. But I think that's a less instinctive movement than it is from Shomenuchi. It is
1: 100%. And that's why you see, and I felt this for years and I had to work to get out of it, uh, you know, that time that it was coming from the outside, I would want to beat under it, right. under that right. thing to the outside, which is I can do if we're going slow and it's right. a stupid of course, thing. Yeah. But the minute you start amping it up, it's, it's not going to work. So I had to really like tell myself, no, that's a bad, bl-. even if I made it and it felt awesome. No, that's a bad blend. If they're coming from that outside wide, I have to move to the, right, to the right, inside. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, and
0: this, is a, this is a very wide uh, sweeping uh, statement on my part. Um, and and I, re- I don't really, this is just my, my instincts looking at it. And, and I haven't done a bunch of tension Aikido, but I've done a few classes and trained with some guys who are pretty serious about tension. Um, to me, Yoko Minuchi is a tension thing
2: really um yeah
0: because they love it because they love to do that ukenigash uh, oh yeah um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. that's like that's the tension thing right, is right, those right. those hand deflections right mm-hmm. and so so i think they're probably preferred like the equivalent of the katate dori would be the tension yokomenuchi right, right. you know hmm. it,
1: yeah yeah that makes sense and then like you know um, the, yeah that's the thing they
0: yoshinkan do. and um Aiki kai are both pretty shōmenuchi e heavy. Mm-hmm. Although Aiki definitely doesn't. Sh- None of them shy away from stuff. So it's it's funny. I don't want to say that like they have any deficiencies in the normal stuff, you know, but most schools don't practice a lot of ushiro kubishime, right? Like right. that's that's not super common for most schools. Um Kattadori is super common, you know, like I would say probably at our school Katadori is the building block we mm-hmm. use most of the time you now. Shōmenuchi and Katadori are the yeah. building blocks we use for most stuff. And
1: that makes sense because it's it's uh, outside and inside right you know right, right. here's what you're going to do if they're sort of blocking you from that outside right. here's what you're going to do if you're on that outside right yeah if you're
0: looking at those families you know so you have um katate um yokomenuchi kata dori dori and Rio tedori are all the same family where you're kind of stuck in that inside position, the Yakuhan hanmi kind of thing.
2: You're they're right in front of you. Right, yeah, they're right in front of you. Yeah. And then squared uh, up or uh, yeah, either. or
0: I mean, even not even squared up, but, but still in yeah, yeah, bad yeah, Hanmi, right, you know, right, the right. worst Hanmi. And then you have um uh Shomenuchi, um Gyakute um uh in time, um Ushiro Edidori that all give you open space, mm-hmm. you know, and Munidori and Ushiro Dori really can go both ways. Right, right. Merotadori right. can go both ways too, because merotadori is both a katate and a at the same time. You know,
1: right. Which is, uh, w- I remember that being a thing when I realized that that like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like I can do the techniques uh, are of, both. I can do any either because it's it's right, both. Right. Um,
0: on so. a on an interesting note, I remember being in a discussion. Oh, this is years ago now. Someone was saying that they thought that kaptadori um, which is shoulder grab, um, Katadori wasn't, um, something that, uh, Osensei did. And, uh, uh, it's real funny because I think no one would argue that Morotadori is something Osensei didn't do. But if you look at, um, uh, Budorinshu, right? Like the first manuscript that came out of the Kobukan, um, there are no Morotadoris in it. Right? really yeah uh-huh. there's a huge section on co- uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah right huge section yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but nothing on uh marotidori. so that at least tells you that it came in later in life mm-hmm. or or might have come from his students instead mm-hmm. of him you know interesting
1: i i think i find it interesting and a lot of times when we're just going through uh we've been doing this lately because we have some newer students so we're going through all the um the grabs or whatever um and i think there's like a an interesting kind of flow that you can put to it of like transitioning from one to the other and if you do it that way you can kind of really see how things how things might move from place to place right. so i have a katate grab um, and uh, maybe i switch to a gyaku and then i switch to the morote to get a better uh, grab and then they switch so i have to switch to a riote you know or or right, whatever right right Um, so I like really, I like doing that in a, in, in like a kind of that flow thing of thinking about like what could be happening that's making me choose one grab versus another as I'm moving around the person. Right, right. Um, but that's just a training thing, (laughs) pointing it out. Well, anything else about, about grabs specifically katate doi? So, are we saying, uh, Kasato is the best gram? What? Can we, can we say, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, that was sort of like, because it, it's Quintus we're saying it's quintessential from, for, uh, Iwama, like, from the system, like, that's sort of the, the thing. I mean, obviously, every, all the grabs are specific to things that you would be doing. Yeah, so yeah, and like yeah. anything else, it's like, you can't really, the, the judgment is based on the appropriateness of, of what's happening at the time. Yeah. But right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, if you were asking the question though, systematically, you know, like to learn something, I mean, I would say Yakutador is a really good choice. And, and I would say that Shomanuchi's is a better choice than Yakutadori because you get both the strike and it could go into the Yakutadori. Right, so, right, right. so there's no problem with that, you know? Um, yeah, there's just so much more available from the yaku mm-hmm. than the katate. So if you're talking strictly about the grabs, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. I mean, at the same time, like you like katate dori is a very specific thing that is showing you a very specific set of circumstances. Sure, sure, sure. sure. You know, so it's like you you have the the hind fifty seven, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the techniques, and each of the techniques has a piece of something that you need to know, mm-hmm. and it's like. I think Katate, if if you didn't study from Katate, you're missing out on a huge... Oh, yeah, there's a ton of things yeah, to get it from
0: Katate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Katate and Dorian and Dori, you know, if you just use them as archetypes for everything else, you could get a whole lot done. Yeah. You know, you get a whole, whole lot done out of just those two grabs. Um, but you do have to have both of them, because you have to have an Ai and a Gyaku mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't have both, it doesn't make any sense, you know?
1: Right. And you have to be... Um, uh, that hand has to be accounted for in this in our at least you know the way the context that we have so you have to have them from either side because that hand has to be accounted
0: sure for. sure yeah i think it's funny too a lot of times when i hear people talk about the grabs i think this is really common that you know we only think of uke the person who's not demonstrating the technique they're just the person being demonstrated upon um you know like and, and I'm, I'm just i'm this is tongue-in-cheek the way i'm saying it, but this is the way you think about stuff you know when you first start like you know i like to be nage but i don't like to be uke because uke
2: has to get all the shit right. yeah get all the strong, shit right whatever,
0: yeah. um anyways but so twisted um, up i think they think about Dori like grabs that it's like the uke is only the one who that's really useful for but you will use those grabs consistently as nage through the rest of the techniques. Right. So like when you're doing a shionage, you're grabbing yakute dori. Right. To do your right. shiho right? right. Like that's, that's what you're doing, you know? Right. Um, and so like, I think understanding that it's like the way we learn to do the grabs is beneficial period through the whole system because arm control is essential. Right. And so those are the building blocks you're going to need for everything.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, And it's, yeah, it is funny because I do think, I I think, I think also that the, the way that people grab um, is important too Um, because if, and I saw this just the other day, you know, when, especially when you're first starting and even as you practice, a lot of times you get kind of like lax on the way that you grab. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think like really practicing like understanding how to make a good grab and how to get good palm contact and and all those things is a really important piece um that i don't even know i mean how much did that get did you get taught like did they make a point of like when you're grabbing there's a there is a way to grab better than
0: yeah for sure and and that's you know with the Iwama system that's a big thing you know like like how to grab really solidly Katadori. that's like a big deal thing because like, you know, if you can grab someone and they can't turn, so it the more, it, you know, it's like, Oh, that's all. That's a really powerful grab, you know? And you learn all kinds of dirty tricks, you know, like I learned ways to grab people that don't seem very hard that are, are kind of shocking mm-hmm. because, of the way you're you're messing with their body when you're grabbing um and and that stuff's all really cool when you're looking at form but in in application when you're dynamic isn't really very useful because you you can't can't set that up ever you know like there's a lot of cool stuff that i learned doing static forms that never really translates translates to dynamic stuff it's just moving too fast you know you can't can't get it that way
1: interesting yeah because i also you know another thing is uh something to be said you know anytime that you grab uh you have that that set setup sure um, absolutely you know you have a uh, a lot of times you can begin to even to set up the technique the sankyo the shihonage even just in the initial grab yeah so what's our what's our time like 51 on
0: minutes okay. we can uh, we, we can put a cap can, on this guy to... So someone had just sent. A, I'm just going to complain for a minute. Okay, I'm going to complain. Um, so someone, I I looked at our uh, my my every time Maya does this, she's like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. But I looked at our um, Apple Podcast reviews. Oh, don't do that. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's
0: a bad idea. Um, mostly, they're pretty good, you know. And, and honestly, I think a rating would be better. But I think one of our ratings, he actually meant to give five, but thought one was like number one.
2: Oh, and uh-huh. so
0: we got. So he was like, this yeah, because is the a reviews were glowing. Great the great reviews podcast, totally glowing. One star. Yeah, and so I think it was like, oh, I think he thought of it the other way, or you know, like thought that the five was on the anyways. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was anyways. But um, it's it's funny. So uh, uh, this guy had said like that he thought the podcast was really good. Um, but we didn't dive deep enough into Aikido and it was funny cause when I read that, I was like, I was like, oh, we, we, wow, I think we dive pretty deep into Aikido and we've got like 200 and episodes like just constantly talking about this martial art, you know, yeah. like, um, and then the more I read it, the, the more I realized that like he wants a drier podcast, mm-hmm. like this yeah, guy wants yeah, a dry yeah, podcast yeah. that's like, you know, us just talking about like, you know, you should move 45 right. degrees specifics to, of know, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, uh. I really think those are boring, right? Like, like, so, you know, like it it just, it gets to be boring just talking so dryly about it. Um, Whereas like, you know, we usually have lots to say on a personal level about, you know, this makes me feel shitty or, you know, whatever it is. (laughs)
1: Well, and it's also, I mean, you know, so we're talking about a movement art through audio, you know? So it's like, uh, that's right, like, you know, how do you...
0: And and you know like when you know I put YouTube videos up or something I think it, that's a better format for talking about technical stuff. That's correct. But that, this uh, is a better format for just like expressing how you feel. Yeah. yeah. And then listeners can listen and and think they, about how they, they feel. Get it, right. You know. Yeah. And and I think our audience and they can
1: tell us how they feel. Exactly right.
0: I think our audience is totally a group of people who are like, yeah, I just want to like talk about this thing I like. Right. And and they don't want all the clutter
1: right. of like you know and that's also formalities you know,
2: and podcasts or entertainment yeah uh and that's yeah, also the
1: um you know the, the the hook of it it's right there in the name you know aikido disgust right it's like right. clearly there is we're the being play there tongue is the cheek, pun you know. of like we love this thing we also hate it sometimes right right uh and and we're gonna break all that down for you
0: it's funny you know and you, know, you can't please everybody and and I, I would never try to do this but it's just so funny like i think uh, i've heard a lot of people in the i read a lot of people saying like they they hate that we cuss you know uh, and I, I would i would bet that uh, most of our regular listeners like that we cuss you know and not not that it's a thing but it's just like it's just casual they're just they're right, just right. talking like i would talk to someone on the side of the street and everything doesn't have to be like shihan i you know dog. Sakura. <laughs>
2: sakura my brother,
1: my brother. <laughs> anyways that was my complaint um that's a that's a it's a fine complaint and so lodged is your complaint (laughs) let's go ahead and thank our patrons who make it possible for us to do this and give us all sorts of wonderful ideas and also um you know moral support and all that yeah all the good stuff yeah
2: Thank you to Danielle Pinzudi, Kwang Ding Tian, Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan the Buffooner, Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, Nagemi, Nagayu. Oh, I wonder who threw who. Uh, Jay, Food. That is all. Uh, shit Puncher versus the Las Vegas Hot Dogs. I'm on Team Shit Puncher.
1: Never not be funny. Never not be funny.
2: Yero assistant to the regional manager madrona ampersand brooke ferragamo ben bear wrestler aldrich tommy Siv, francis cordone 10 stinky uk's pooping in their pants uh, expensive poop touch seminar left no money for diapers or combat con <laughs> dave duberry Sension center barrett lippy sam sullian Ocon ayrton randy stewart hillary jones constantinos andrew franz wow yes yes i'm awake i'm awake trying to keep awesome up. awesome Martinson. awesome i love that <laughs> Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Grant Templin, and Lenny Cuna.
1: How much is uh like would an would a poop seminar like what how would what would be expensive for the learning to uh, make, make someone, someone shit their, poop their
2: pants? So,
0: and... so look, look, is it just a seminar or someone touts that they can. Make no
1: i mean you're going at the end of this you will guaranteed know,
0: yeah i mean for me the kind of guy i am it's almost no amount of money is priceless. too much yeah, priceless. It's, it's priceless yeah. it's priceless for sure for sure I, I couldn't see not not taking out a small loan to go to this <laughs> because it's it's just, this... that will
2: pay you back <laughs> okay. for the rest yeah, of your now,
0: life pay hold you back on for now the rest of my life. let's
1: say um you pretty certain uh, th- that this you've done the research on the person who's teaching the seminar. Mm-hmm. Pretty certain they're on to something. Mm-hmm. Not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. What are you willing to risk for? Oh,
0: I see. I see. There is a bit of risk there is a what you're risk. telling me. You okay. could go.
1: But it it's could someone be... who seems legit. But it is someone who seems legit.
0: Do I like this person's personality? Because this uh, honestly, <laughs> this has a lot to do with seminars.
1: Uh, well, you could go both ways. Let's say uh, if you like... Okay, let, if I like his personality... price for if you like him price for if you don't
0: okay so if i like this person i mean up to a thousand dollars if i if i really think think like they might have something up to going and i like this person i'm like this person is great
1: shared interaction yeah yeah yeah
0: if i don't like them yeah, $35, $40 might be getting to be too much.
1: 35.
0: I mean, like, I don't know, if, if I really, really Man. thought, that, so, but generally if I don't like someone, I also think that, that they are they probably don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because this about.
1: would be really horrible if you lost out on learning this skill because someone had a bad personality.
0: Yeah, it would be,
1: but bad I, for I, you? I,
0: it's probably not the first time it's happened. I mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, um, let's go with our tip of the week. Oh, uh, first of all, did anyone else uh, let us know about? Uh, no, Con? but
0: so we're um, uh, we're ahead, we're ahead of the curve here, and so we can't
2: we can't close out right. So
0: when this episode comes out, it okay. will be past the date we said. Okay, that um, right, it will but, be the third. Right,
1: but we're podcasting early, so we're we don't, podcasting we're early, so we can't really them. make that judgment because someone could squeeze right. it in. So next time we should next have time we'll a,
0: tell you. A, um, but as a, far as I know, right now Matt Whalen is the okay. only person. Um, who's in. Okay. All right. And so, uh.
1: Matt Whelan so, might
2: be the winner. Yeah.
1: yeah. Tip of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's That's great. Quiet.
2: Quiet. That's, that's where I'm at today. And we,
1: we've, we've stumped it. Um, I mean, this is also one of those. What about that, a life hack, life tip? It doesn't even have to be valid, you know, just <laughs> something you've
0: discovered in the last week. Ooh. Don't twist the shit out of your ankle. That's a good thing. Oh, Ooh, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So oh, when you're yeah. outside at night, uh, have some lighting. Yeah. Was it the lack of lighting that, that did it?
2: It was my um, hubris. I was too <laughs> confident. I think that's exactly confident. what it was. Yeah. Ooh, I like that.
1: I like that you're able to admit, like, flew a little too
2: close to the sun. I did. I, 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 was, I was humbled.
1: I do that often. Yeah. Also,
0: in the falling experience, I, as her Aikido teacher, would like to say, nothing else got hurt other than the ankle that got twisted. There you go. There was no other injuries.
1: I
2: yeah. I, didn't I'd break your wrist. You didn't smash, smash you your didn't, face. Yeah, smash your face.
1: That's good. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's good. Thanks. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, learn to fall.
2: Yeah, don't, don't, well, yeah, don't fly too close to the sun.
0: hmm so. I.e., don't jump over the jagged garden planter. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah.
2: Okay. No, that's actually quite a good, like a good tip. Though is like I think that is
1: you're like no, 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 but seriously, this is a good tip.
2: Well, like I think what was going on with me was I was tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I've been run ragged from yeah. from moving into a new house, and so like I am not like in tip top attentive shape. We w- were doing stuff. It was evening time. There was no lighting. Like the situation was was ripe for me to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also wasn't paying attention, and so like that shit stacks up. Right. So like. Pay attention to yourself and be aware when you're tired and like don't fly too close to the sun. Yeah. Like
1: no, I think that's a really good. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like Chris,
2: Chris and I were uh, trimming my palm tree, trimming. and we decided to stop actually
1: that. trimming the palm tree. This isn't yeah, let's no. Start no. like some <laughs> some innuendo. Yeah, it's,
2: uh, no, I'm literally on <laughs> trimming the damn palm tree. It was in, like I'm holding a heavy rake, and Chris has got this like pole, um, pole saw. Uh, chain, yeah, chainsaw, pole chainsaw, uh, and yeah, yeah. and it's like. Like, it's getting dark, and this was right before actually also, the angle incident. Also, if no
0: one's had this experience, so palm, palm fronds have little uh, barbs yeah. all along the side. They're really horrible. sharp. So when you yes, cut they're... them, they fall right at your face. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's... It's uh, dangerous. Uh, it's awesome.
2: So, yeah. like, right before that, we had made a really good choice, which was we should stop for the night because... All it, it, well. this could get dangerous and we're getting tired and like that was the smart choice and then i made the dumb choice of like being unaware no! and continuing to screw around were you making no,
1: did you make that noise
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why i felt on the inside i felt very excited and jaunty yeah. so anyway uh don't fly too close to the sun okay. friends uh be, be aware of your 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 state your current state so uh uh there it be, is. be smarter than me yeah all right
1: uh until next time Try to enjoy the daylight.